Welcome to Season 2 of the Modern Bruja Podcast. With Sin and Jay, your favorite brujas, talking about all things spiritual in this modern world. Welcome, everybody, to the season finale of Modern Bruja. You've had 12 consistent months with your two favorite brujitas. Jay, say hi, Jay. Hello. And me, Sin. Oh, my God. Girl, we did it for 12 months (laughs) consistently. I don't I know if I'm prouder of that, that or something else. What happened? <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, we actually did this season a little bit different. Look at us for creativity um, and really working with the seasons of the moon. And because, astro- you know, to know us is to know that we love astrology and we love the moon. So to have worked a whole year this season on that is dope. But then, of course, I'm thinking, you know, Capricorn rising. I'm like, so what's next, though? <laughs> I don't well, know. What's season five about changes? Because five. I mean, it's season five, though. Yes. <gasps> Maybe we just do a whole season on glamour magic for five. I can't believe what you say five and I say five. And I'm like, has it really been five? Fe-? That's just insanity. Four full seasons. I know we technically haven't finished this this episode yet, but still. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be proud. Okay, right? I'm gonna be like that person that walks before they actually graduate. If you know what I mean, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> we're walking feel, down the. I feel like I've been consistent with anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my thing. I think that you and I are really consistent with external things that don't, that don't, that aren't as. This is actually a, so, folks. This is a very personal thing for both of us, right? Like, this is spirituality. It's um a piece of us that took a very long time to share externally with people. So when things are that personal, like lots of barriers come up for people. This, this podcast has been just as healing for Jay and I in our own personal ways, because um, it's been part of our growth of how we vocalize our truth, how we vocalize our spirituality, um, the amount of revelations we've had, mm-hmm. mainly that we're funny. <laughs> We're hilarious. Oh my God. We got jokes for days. Yeah. Um, I think has been the thing, because you're right. I'm con- personally, I'm not consistent with anything. I'm not consistent with the gym. I'm not consistent with my eating habits. Same. I mean, all those things probably need healing, but whatever. And right. I'm not consistent with like taking vitamins. Same ish. I try. You're better I at it. Yeah, you're good. I just lie to myself saying that. I don't need to remind myself. Like I have friends who have a, like their phone goes off. They're like, oh, got to take my stuff. And I'm like, well, I can remember. Yeah. But then I don't remember to remember. And then the next day I'm like, but did I take it? So then I still don't remember the next day if I took it or not. So it's very semi, you know, semi-daily. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing that we have. Yeah. And I think when we think about other the other seasons that we've done, we weren't actually even consistent how we recorded them or even aired them. They kind of came out whenever they came out. Yes. Right? I thought we were pretty consistent. The first year, the first year, we, the, the first year, the first season we were actually pretty good. Cause I think we had like every, every week we were ambitious back then yeah. every week. Um, 
for like, you know, whatever on the same was time. Was it vicious or I mean vicious? Was it weekly or was it bi-weekly? I, I we, like we, it. Started, we started off weekly, I think, or maybe it was it bi-weekly, but it was every right, Tuesday. Right. I think it, it, was started, like every it started weekly because we recorded like four or five episodes before we launched. So we were like five episodes ahead. And then we and then did we it like, weekly. Yeah. <laughs> and then monthly. <laughs> and then monthly. And, and then, that's my monthly. No, let me stop. All right, whatever we wanted to. Um, but we were really good this whole year. Oh, 12 months, people. 12 months. We speak toddler. We speak toddler ages right now. Not a year, 12 months. Mm-hmm. 12 months and one day. I don't think <laughs> but we went through the whole 12 signs, which I think is a big, you know what? Kudos to us. If nobody wants to celebrate us, Jay, I'm going to celebrate us. We'll celebrate us. Yeah. I hope you get yourself whatever it is that you want today. I'm going to go eat a donut, which is usually <laughs> This nice. comes from the person that just admitted to the whole world that I'm not consistent with my eating habits. I am consistent same, eating donuts. Same. That's the one thing I'm consistent with. Yeah, same. I'm not consistent. Anyway, <laughs> uh, new moon in Pisces, Cynthia's favorite sign. <laughs> um my sister sign because i'm a virgo so we're either gonna love each other or hate each other think about your sister and you either love her or you hate her um and i have relationships with both sisters where it's like yeah i mean the both types i love some of them hate some of them it depends on the day none of them are pisces though i do have a virgo sister but Uh. yeah that one's special anyway (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh, new moon in Pisces energy. Um, what is what are you doing for the new moon in Pisces? Um, I don't really have anything planned. I guess whatever might come up. Maybe a, a spiritual bath. Mm. What about like you? So I've been studying with this because I actually don't know. So the new, the moon, sorry, the new moon. I'm going to go through the whole words. I want to say Pisces. There we go. Pisces. I wanted to get, I can't see all these blockages getting to Pisces. Uh, Pisces is in the rules of 12th house in the astrology wheel, right? Like um, the thing of hitting things, things that are a little deeper than the surface. Um, and for me, the 12th house is actually for me ruled by Leo which is why like, I think I have a lot of blockages in being seen. Like I actually don't like being seen. It's like a like, fear. I always see it as a fear house yeah. too. Yes, the house is a fear. Yes, exactly. Like my biggest, and anybody that knows me knows is if you want to make, see me cringe, if you want to see me cringe, give me an award oh. publicly. Or Do something publicly to me. For me, like singing happy birthday in front of like 20 people. Like no, thank me you. Muero. Me muero, me muero. Me muero. I know you love me. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Me muero. I cannot do. I love attention on a one-on-one basis. Right. Because <laughs> I'm a Virgo. I do not like attention in a group setting. Like anything that like Leo, when you think about Leo, because it's the 12th house for me, right? Like that type of like energy is like really harsh for me and so anything that has me be at the forefront where I have to do the speech where I have to do something I'm even though I'm a great orator and even though I can talk about almost anything I don't like being put in it gives me so much anxiety like my hair starts to fall out in that moment like I don't do well with it um and then Jonathan like 
Jonathan and I both have Virgo, we're both Virgo risings, which means we both have Pis um, not Pisces, we have Leo in the 12th house. Well, Jonathan was a rapper. Guess what his biggest, you know why, you want to know why he didn't do well? Why? Not because he doesn't have a good voice. He's great in the studio, great in the studio. He has really bad stage fright. I, okay. So it's like that that thing about being seen is where yes. he gets to feel stuck, right? Yes. And so um, that for us is really interesting, which it also means we have Pisces. If you ever wondered how a Taurus with an Aries moon got with a stellium Virgo, it's because we right. both have Virgo risings. So <laughs> that's the only way that works. Because I'm like, Aries. What's a stellium? He doesn't, I have a Virgo stellium. He doesn't oh. have any stelliums. He doesn't have any stelliums. He's just a Aries moon. So that fiery, that fiery energy. Moon. Yeah. Um, but we're both, our Pisces is in the seventh house of relationships, of marriage. Um, so I always think about like Pisces. Well, I know Venus is good to be in Pisces. Venus is exalted in Pisces. Yeah. I think having Pisces in the seventh house for me is cool because we're not very lovey-dovey people in general. Virgos aren't. I'll speak for myself. This Virgo is not a lovey-dovey person. I like to cuddle at an arm's length. <laughs> like, that's my favorite. Yes. Like, extend your arm and then... As far as it can go. Gently cup your fingers. And we're just touching fingers like this. Mirasi. I'm going to give Jay the visual like this. Oh, my God. Not like a full hand, no, just like, like the tips of the fingers. Yes, is my favorite way to cuddle. And, um, but Pisces is very dreamy. So I think for relationships, it really lends to having good relationships because you're able to dream nice things while your Virgo is like trying to like not kill them and cuss right. them. Because Virgo will try to cuss them out and kill them. Um, But Pisces in the regular like the, the way that we've been giving astrology to you all is it technically in the 12th house which is like underwater that's what I always think it's like underwater things that are underwater a little bit right um if you think about swimming in the ocean things are a little murky you don't really see what's there mm -hmm. um so reality is sometimes a little blurry for folks. yeah which is why I say which is I jokingly say this right Pisces can be delusional because they're not yeah. seeing everything clear right, right. But allows them, it you know, we might see a shark coming towards us. They're seeing a fish that has beautiful, you know, whatever, because they're like, I can't see all of it. So they're going to make up this beautiful, which is nice. You kind of need that in life if you think about mm -hmm. that, right? Um, yeah. So I don't know what I'm doing this new moon in Pisces because I haven't figured out how to settle my relation. I'm working on my relationships with Pisces this year. <laughs> Actually, I have a good friend. I Listen, I made a friend this year that was a Pisces. Look at you. I'm growing, folks. And in that, um, we text each other often, you know, when we piss each other off, because it happens a lot where we piss each other off. And I'm like, I'm just going to continue working on my relationship with you. <laughs> in spite of yourself. I'm, I'm not going to give up. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to give up on you. I'm not going to give up on you. And she texts me that all the time back. Like, I'm just going to work on that relationship with you. So I haven't figured out. Maybe I dream a big dream. That would be like very Piscean, no? Dream a big dream. I'm thinking of like my kids because I told you my older son is a Pisces son. So his birthday is Wednesday, the day after the, right? Two days after the moon. Um, And my other son's a Pisces rising. And they are super delusional. 
at times. And even with like my Pisces son, I have to translate. Because remember, Jose is a Virgo stellium. So like sometimes he just doesn't have the patience or like just doesn't understand. <laughs> at all. Yeah, we don't. Right? So my Libra moon is constantly, you know, <laughs> assisting. <laughs> We're mediators up in here. And mm -hmm. like even just yesterday, he said he basically made a request for a cookie cake. But the way he mm. said it, like the communication skills are tough. So the way he said it, I was just like, she said the communication skills are tough. Because then, because then Jose's like, what is he saying? <laughs> it's almost like we're speaking a different language. So then I had to look at him and I'm like, are you saying that you want a, to cut a cake for your birthday? And he's like, yes. I go, okay. What do you want? So you want a chocolate or you want a cookie cake? He's like, yes. I'm like, that's how, that's all you had to say. But he went, he went to like this whole thing before. Yes. And Pobrecito. he's got that Piscean trait. Pobrecito. Then the other one is dreamy in a sense where he loves his crafts, but he always has one thing. You know how they are. It, it's mm -hmm. never, it never looks the way he wanted it to look like in reality, the dream version in his mind is always better than the reality. And he has, he's going to have to learn that that's, that's going to be the reality, especially if he's doing like all the, you know, drawing or whatever he's doing because it's never good enough for him. And he gets so frustrated with himself. Cause he's like, I'm, I'm bad at everything. And I'm like, no, you just have a very active imagination and it doesn't translate. Like you're still little, it'll, you'll get there, but. He was sewing something yesterday. He was so pissed it didn't come out the way he saw it come out in his mind. So mm. lots of Pisces energy in here. So imagine that with a Virgo stellium. Poor, you know what? I never gave him enough credit and thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Your man. What about me? You're yeah. a Libra. You're fine. Okay, Miss Mediator. Miss Mediator. The mediation is a lot sometimes porque tú quieres okay Oye. because porque tú quieres because my ass would be like nah nah yeah mm -mm. wait what house is the stellium in mine no his virgo stellium that's a good question i don't know i'm gonna have to google it i have it somewhere um but I, but it's funny because that you say that too because i'll have and it's so crazy how the astrological things work um, because yes, he's a Pisces sun, which makes him delusional, but then he's a double Taurus. So a lot mm, of our conversations- Very grounded. But then it's like a lot of our conversations are transactional around what he wants to eat or buy, right? So <laughs> then me, so then I, he wants money, fine. So then here's the Virgo stellium, like, well- we're just gonna, I'm like, well, we can't just give him money. Like, we gotta make it pretty. See, my, that's how my Libra steps in. But we gotta make it pretty. We gotta make it presentable. We're not just gonna hand him cash. That's so boring. Like, it's a big year. It's his 16th. And so, oh, you know, the Virgo's like, I don't just, and we're giving him the money. And I'm like, no, we have to find something pretty. And then I'll send him ideas. And then he's like, fine. And went and got it. So, and I'm like, <laughs> So this is how like we work. <laughs> so in the end, Jaden gets what he wants. Mm -hmm. But it gets it's pretty because I really wanted to do something special. 
And then Jose's like, whatever, I'll just get it done. <laughs> so that's kind of how it is. So, like, if you want to see how the astrology works, there it is. Oh people my think astrology fake. Like, there's just no way to. It's not. Uh, you know what? And the more people I meet, oh my God, did I send you the TikTok on Kiki Palmer, Jay? I thought you did. I know. I, oh, yes, the Gemini one, right? Where she was like, I hate Geminis. Yeah, so Kiki Palmer did a whole like TikTok thread with uh Van. I think it was Vanity, Vanity or Vogue. When it started with the V, you know, my dyslexic brain just saw the V, and it was done after that. Um, where she's just guessing people's um sign based on how they're answering questions, and I'm going like, I want to do that because I think I would be one. I'm really good at reading people's faces because I don't know if you all know this, but like as a certain astrological sign, you're always going to have some very like characteristics in your face. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned some signs, some signs for me are a lot easier than other signs, right? So just by looking at their face, I can already start to go like, okay, you've got at least to have this as a dominant sign in your, in your chart. And then you ask the questions. I would kill it at that game. I already know, like, I don't need to play Jeopardy. I just need to like play what's your astrological sign and I would kill it, kill it. You know, it's funny because a lot of people, obviously they know their sun signs, but I always, I don't know, I'm always surprised when people don't know their moon or rising. Just FYI, his stellium is in fourth and fifth. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, yes. So yes. His, he's got Mars in the fourth and one of the nodes. I always forget which one it is. The he's, a, he's a Mars Virgo. Are you... That's almost, almost not as bad, almost as bad as a Scorpio Mars. Yeah. And then he's got Jupiter, Moon, Saturn in Virgo fifth. Yeah. But that's funny because it's in the fourth house, which is, that's also the, that's also like the Saturn house too, in many ways, in terms of like how family is seen, like that's the father, Mm -hmm. like having Saturn, there's actually a good thing. Um. Yeah, that's, so he gets very, like, I could see him in his family. He's, like, probably very much, like, this is how it's going to be because it's a very Virgo. He's bringing all that Virgo energy to his family. Yeah. I, exactly. Poor Jay. Poor Jay. You know, when I first started learning about astrology, and because I was like, we're both Sagittarius, but we don't it, we don't present the same way. And so when I saw the stellium, I was like, this makes sense. <laughs> Oh my uh, when I first learned about like astro- like deep astrology because so if I were to do the guessing game I would need them to have their full natal chart printed out because I'm not going to be made to look like a fool if I say you're a Gemini and right. you're like oh no I'm I'm a Libra and I'm just going to be like okay but your your Mars was in Gemini and that's sometimes how you present yourself to the world right. so therefore yes I was still right I don't care what you say I refuse, <laughs> I refuse to take the L on that one but <laughs> I remember the first time, because I am a Virgo, for sure, very much. I have very many Virgo traits. But most people, when they first meet me, will never think I'm a Virgo. Because I'm not a stereo. I'm actually probably the most Virgoist of Virgo people. The, I've only met one other person that has more signs in Virgo than I do. And that person had, like, all of the planets in Virgo. Jeez. Like, every single planet. And we were actually a lot alike, right? Um but the first time I was like, yes, this actually makes sense is when I realized my Mars was in Scorpio because how I work. And it's also in the third house of communication. 
right? So a lot of the work that I do in life, a lot of the things that I'm doing, how I'm perceived is really with my Mars energy, um, which is one really petty, which is how I learned to give a really good side eye, to be honest with you. That's my Mars and Scorpio people. That's not my Virgo. That's not my Virgo. That's my Mars and Scorpio. Yeah. Like that very petty side eye, like yeah. <laughs> using eyes as an expression is very much a Virgo thing, right? right? Very much a Virgo thing. But like the super pettiness of it is definitely Scorpio. Um, and even like how all of the, where all the action in my life is, is always around communications. Everything that every job I've ever had has been around communications. It always has a communications development, like how I talk to people, prepping speech, like all of that stuff is that work. So I always laugh because it's like, that makes more sense to me than my son being in Virgo. See, my Mars is in Capricorn, so it's in my first house. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> when you fight, do you bring out all the facts? Um, At work. Yeah, I can see that. You, you've built that list of, like, this is what you did wrong. Right. At work. Yeah. So, like, if someone's trying to argue with me about, in which, you know, especially if I, I guess, my trigger is you questioning me on something that I know that I've been, you know, I've been doing this. I was 15. I, all I do is learn. So there's just no way that you and your quick Google search is good. And that's what triggers me. So then I'll have to, and then I, my emails back would be like, boom, boom, boom. And here's the link. If you need to research further, like stop emailing basically. So that's where I get triggered when you act like I don't know what I'm talking about. And it's like, excuse me. <laughs> and I know that's my Capricorn. <laughs> that's Capricorn. funny. Yeah. That's funny. I just love how we're avoiding like real conversation on a Pisces. I know. <laughs> I feel well, again, it's that Pisces 12th house. I'm, like, I'm trying to remember where my Pisces is. What if, is you're Cap if you're a Capricorn, that means Aquarius is your 12th house. If you're a Cap rising, you're a 12th house Aquarius. No, it's the other way around, isn't it? Oh, Jesus. Look at your chart. I'm willing to bet money on it. I was up er too early with this dog today. Like, Oh, no, you're right. It's the one. It's Sagittarius is your in the, I was say, it's the other way. I thought it, I was going to say that doesn't sound right. I'm glad I didn't bet all my money at the same time. <laughs> Imagine. You were so sure. I was like, no, no, it's Aquarius. Like, no, I was like, Aquarius comes after Aquarius. I was like, Sagittarius. wait. Sagittarius. Yeah. So your son is in the 12th house. Or is it in the My 11th son? house? Yeah, it's in the 11th. It's in the 11th house. Okay. Because you're, 11th. that's, and, and, and whole house astrology would be in the 12th house though. Right. Now, do you know the difference between, or like, I guess, pros and cons between using whole house and using, what's this called? Tropical um, yeah, tropical. To be honest, I'm not, I think it makes it easier to do some type of like, um, like the conjunctions and stuff like that. Um, With whole house? However, yeah, and the whole house, I think it makes it a little bit easier. However, the tropical side reel, whatever it is that we use is to me, like the most accurate depiction of what are where the where the planets were actually transiting the house that's what i right? was yeah, yeah that's how i was feeling about it and so i've never dug too deep into um whole house because i felt like this was the most accurate it might be a little more confusing but accuracy sake uh 
yeah I think as an adult like now maybe now it's better just to like know that okay my my 12th house is in Sagittarius and I'm a Sagittarius son like that that also goes back to you also not wanting to be seen a lot right right um and I have to push I've been pushing through that this year yeah no you and I think you've done great like you just had your workshop which I was I had it on my calendar because I was so proud of you. Like that's honestly, like I was texting her that day because I was like really yes. proud, right? Like, um, you would have been proud of me because I'm standing in the back of the room. We were kind of starting, and people were still coming in. And it's funny because like I'm literally in the back of the room talking, so people are looking back to me to when you could tell where the front of the room was. Like, there's a whiteboard in the front, like it's ready, and I'm standing in the back. Okay, and then two people walk in which makes me have to go to the front now. And so I was like, all right. And I even said it out loud, like this year, <laughs> I'm working on this. And so let me stand in the front. And I stood in the front, like for those two hours. But that was tough for me too, to just do that, to just go stand in the front to give a lecture instead of sitting in the back. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I'm i proud of you because I know that took a lot. It's something that... Um, See, folks, when I when we tell you that we've been working on ourselves, you 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 are never you have never arrived. Like no, because the moment you arrive, <laughs> no, a series like the like the moment you you think you've arrived, spirit goes like new level unlocked, and it's like a yes. whole new level of shit that you gotta overcome. Oh my god, yes. Oh, that's so frustrating too. But that's actually what it is with the oh now you know what look Pisces that's actually what the 12th house in Pisces is though right like once you kind of like overcome that fear right so people like that people say that when you have a lot of houses in the 12th house it's like you're literally going into the next phase of reincarnation like planets you mean yes like when you have too many yeah sorry when you have a lot of planets in that 12th house they say like you're that old soul that's ready to like basically move on right Right. so you're not being reincarnated like I'm a new baby so like I have so many planets in that first house that I basically just like put a like another life to rest and coming in as a new person so like right. I have a lot of lessons to learn in life basically I'm not necessarily an old soul but they say those people that 12th house are old souls because they keep it's like that new level that keeps being unlocked right? right they're about to go into that new version of themselves where they get to learn everything for the first time again right and that really is that 12th house like this thing of like once you've mastered or once you feel like okay I've kind of overcome this thing about not being seen right Mm-hmm. it's going to push you to the next thing that you need to work on right right everything so I think- of like school right yeah and you know when you start in September you're brand new and everything is new and you don't know what's happening but by the end of that school year when you're getting ready to go to the next grade you've mastered it and so right. now at that point like right like the last two months of the year you're in your comfort zone maybe y'all watching movies in school a little bit more because like there's not much else left to learn because you've learned it right and then you're like i'm here i've learned it and then spirit's like yeah but now you're graduating <laughs> like i wasn't ready <laughs> to go to i was in middle school we wasn't ready to go to high school yet oh my no but that's yeah that's the yeah. thing right like and that's actually how i would say i function with the 12th house so how i use the 12th house is like how do i get to a point where I'm able to unlock the new, like the new, like, what do I have to work on myself? Right. Right. And, um, 
for me, for example, the podcast is great. I don't have a problem people hearing my voice. I don't want to be seen. Yes. Right? I don't mind being heard. I actually want to be heard, but I don't want to be seen. Yeah. Right. And so how do I work on that? So I can embrace my fullest Leo energy. Right. I could be the next JLo. <laughs> another poor j-lo every time we talk about leos (laughs) she gave them all a bad rap though she that was her such a stereotypical leo though like blame her her not us right Mm -hmm. we didn't tell her to be born in in leo season she did she told herself so i know and then she she fired all virgos because she doesn't like good competition she's just the most stereotypical i know and then beyonce is the most stereotypical virgo oh my goodness I saw like either it was a reel or a TikTok where they showed like snippets of her behind the scenes talking about like performances mm-hmm. and they're like, but it's fine. And she goes, but it, we're not there yet. <laughs> you know, the performance is not where it should be or like right. the piano's not where it's supposed to be. Or like, if it's not where like bring, you know, if the dolly or whatever's not working, like bring the piano out. It'll take a couple of y'all, you know, so it was very like, and I feel like th- maybe that's why Virgos don't like Pisces too, because it's very similar energy to Pisces where it's like in your head, yes. you have this idea of this like perfect situation. But with the Virgo energy, it's the details that you kind of get stuck in the details where it's like, no, but I can't. It's five feet to the left and it should be five feet to the right. And until it's, it won't look amazing unless it's like five feet to the right. I mean, when you think about like sister signs, they're like the yin and yang, right? right? Like once they once they learn how to merge that other sister signs energy, they create this perfect wheel of of work. This like wonderful wheel yes. of manifestation, right? Because if you think about it, you dream it and then you do it, right? right? A Virgo has gets limited with like most Virgos, not all Virgos, right? But most Virgos get limited with like big vision and dreaming. Like they don't see that like, oh my god. Um, here's my thing a Virgo might be like I need a house because that's what I'm supposed to do my trajectory to be what I need to be right but they're not dreaming about that house they're not dreaming about it but they will be like that's the next logical step this is what this is the next logical step in my just you know in in my personal life right so I'm just gonna do all the steps I have to do to get that house whereas a Pisces will go like I want a mansion and because it's the next like thing in my trajectory, I want that mansion. I'm going to go get that mansion. But they don't do the work that the Virgo does to get to that point. So like the Virgo needs like instead of just getting a house, like they deserve the mansion. Just go for the mansion. They're willing to do the work for it. Just go for it. Right. Um, and a Pisces just, will dream it and not do it. That reminds me of when we were in our last house, which great first house. But we had just it was a two bedroom. We just didn't uh-huh. have a room. And um we outgrew it. So Jose had all these projects that he still didn't finish around the house. And I got like a vision board for our bedroom. Like I put it up on the wall and I put like houses that I saw in the neighborhood that I, that this is what I want. And so I put it up and then I started taking him to like open houses. (laughs) I was so that he could focus on finishing. Sure enough, he focused on finishing those projects after but it's almost like you had to show the end result you know like we could be living here or because even just me telling him hey I want a split level that's kind of where I'd like I envision us 
he, I had to physically take him so that he could see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And then, then he was good. Then he's like, all right, let's finish these projects because we want to leave this house and we want to go to the next I mean, that's the thing, like, this is, um, we were going to talk about Benito because he's a Pisces, but I actually want to talk about my Thea, who was a Pisces, who helped raise me, like, rest her soul. Um, even though I fight with Pisces, I think I fight with them because I get so mad that they have so much potential. It's like they talk about they their big through. and they don't follow through. It's like at the core, that bothers the shit out of me, right? Because I'm like, you have, like, you because I see the potential in people. I actually, like, I... I always tell people, if I'm really getting pissed off at you, I probably really, like, think you can do what you're saying you're going to do, right? Because my frustration is not, like, because if I don't think you can do it, you don't bother me. It's almost like I have nothing to say. I'm like, oh, that's great for you. Good for you. Like, I'm really just kind of like, okay, very nice, right? Yeah, like, I love that for you. Yeah, Yeah. like, sure. Like, in the (laughs) back, I'm like, sure, okay, right? But usually when I'm fighting with people, it's because I actually, to the core, believe they can do that, if not more. And maybe I'm mad that they're limit, they're setting limitations on themselves, right? So right. that's usually when I'm fighting with people. Because I'm like, no, you could do it more. You could do it better. You could do this. And and they're like, why are you always? I'm like, they're taking it as like maybe a personal one. Really, it's come, for me, it's coming from like love of like, you could do X, Y, and Z. And you just want right. to do like it. I totally see you doing this. Yes. Yeah. And like, just push yeah. yourself, right? But like, I will say this, the one thing that it's very unstereotypical for me for a Virgo, because I have not only a Virgo stellium, but I'm very heavy Virgo presence, is because I was raised in part by my aunt who was a Pisces, I actually don't have a problem daydreaming. I'm a good daydreamer. Like, I'm actually really good at setting, like, I want to have that. I've always done vision boards. Like, even as a kid, which cracks my mom up to this day, you know, for like New Year's when they give the maleta, like if you do the maleta and you go around yes. your house, it's supposed to go travel. As a kid, I'm talking I was five because of my aunt, because my aunt had told me that as a kid, as five, I used to like pack every everything I owned into a maleta, everything, like all my dog, And I would walk around Love with my dog. So I would like literally everything. And then I would like take my maleta and just like walk around. Like I couldn't even move. There was so much shit that it, it was mainly my toys. I didn't have that much clothes. But I was just like mainly my toys, like walking around. And I was like, well, what, are you, what are you doing? She's like, I'm, and I was like, I'm leaving this house. I am going to move to New York. I am, because I was obsessed with I Love Lucy. So like hey. as a kid obsessed, because my aunt, that's the only show she would allow me to watch because, you know, all the other mugresas on TV, she wasn't going to allow me to watch the shit show, right? So I was right. allowed to watch I Love Lucy, like all the black and white shows that used to come back in the 80s. Yeah. On, on 11, that's what I was able to watch, right? And to this, where do I live now? New York. Right. I have, and this is a thing, I've always have been able to manifest because my aunt actually, I, I actually give credit to my aunt. She taught me the art of manifestation without realizing that's what she was doing. She was very Piscean though, right? Like, she also had big dreams and just never like did the action. Yeah. My aunt was always very good about, hey, what do you want? Like my mom, for example, was very much like she's she's a she's a Taurus sun, a Scorpio moon. So my mom had when you talk about expectations, child, those were rough expectations. My mom was like, you're gonna get straight A's. I don't want to see an A minus on your report card. Like it was like very much like this which helped my Virgo because it was always like, I have to fulfill things. Right, you have a goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is what I needed. But then my aunt would be like, okay, great. You got the A plus, but what are you going to do with that A plus? What do you want to be? Like, what do you, she was very good about doing that piece, which is why I think I'm 
better at having bigger visions and maybe I have too many I do have this as a Pisces trait I have too many ideas right I have a I lot of ideas me too sometimes yeah. but then and now I'll write them down because then at the time it feels like it's a really amazing idea but I wait because if I'm not as excited about it in like a week then I know it was just like a I'll shelve it because yeah. I'm like the and I cannot spend all my energy on like starting new things so I'm really <laughs> I'm like right. really trying to to because you know Libra still it's air energy right we're flip-floppers and so I really focus on that to be like okay no you don't want to do this right now but that's very Piscean and Gemini energy, which is starting new things. Even Aries can be like this a little bit too, right? Like starting new things, but never necessarily finishing them. Right. right? Like you lose steam. Right. Right. And I think for us, this is actually like a word for all the brujitas out there that as we evolve in our practice, what we don't realize is that we're tapping into universal energy. So spirit is giving us all the same me message and we're just right. all, this is why, like we say, like, you don't own the idea. Like the right. idea was never yours to begin with. It was given to you by spirit, like being very clear on that. So when you, when you see some, sometimes what happens is like you have, I'm just, cause I, I got hand sanitizer, but like you thought up of the idea of making like Florida sanitizer to like half a brujitas after like a Reiki session, right? Um, trademark it and then give me money if you're going to do that. Okay. <laughs> But like you come up with it and then you never act on it. Yeah. And then somebody else does it and you get mad at them because they did it. No, I that really was never- I that as being mad at myself. Yeah, that's I what it should be. Yeah. You let it go. Spirit said, okay, you don't want to take my idea. I'm going to give it to somebody else. I'm going to allow them to tap into that energy, right? right? And so like we, when we're doing our work, we tap into a lot of ideas. Not all of them are meant for us. We're just tapping into them because we're doing our practice, Right. At the end of the day, it's our choice to what we want to pursue and seeing if it's in alignment with us. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that thing about ideas is very Piscean. And I got that from my aunt, like just like the, the nuances of dreaming big, having big goals that feel. And it was funny because my mom would be like, I mean, like you and your crazy ideas, you really think you're going to. I'm a like a poor little ghetto girl from Echo Park, California <laughs> in the 80s, right? Like now it's gentrified and very nice, but not nice back yeah. in the day, right? Like, kid, nobody left that hood. And if you left that hood, you were going to East LA. That was your move right. up. Okay, you were going from like, Echo Park was really bad because it was right side of downtown and nobody lived in downtown. That's why I like, like nobody in, now it's different. Now there's lofts and stuff in LA, but like back in the day, like, only the homeless, unfortunately, lived in downtown. There was no home, like there was no housing. Right. And we were right outside. Like first little barrio outside of downtown was Echo Park. So like nobody wanted to live there because it was like next to all the homeless population. Close. Yeah. It was like really bad. It was like a really bad area. Like who would have thought that little girl from like Echo Park ended up leaving and like moving across country, like lived in different states, did all the things, does a lot of traveling, but it's those maletas. And I thank my aunt for that because she gave me vision. She's like, listen, pack your bags. She's like, all you ever have to do is pack your bags and you will mag she's like, you will magically go wherever you want to go. And guess what? Every year I imagine like, this is where I'm going. I don't care. This is I know. We know Sin Travels. There was a lot of traveling. I swear you should just have an Instagram of just Sin Travels. I wanted to do Travieso travel tours. You all want to travel with me? I quite a bit last year. I travel a lot. Yeah, I travel like probably at least two to three times a year outside of COVID. Um, but I love traveling. It's I'm. It's so funny. I was talking to somebody the other day and nobody ever knows what I am in New York. 
because you know they want to be like oh are you Dominican or Puerto Rican too but I think those like for the longest time is what people just knew as Latin right. so they think they want to place me as Latin but I don't look Dominican I don't look Puerto Rican so like they're trying to figure me out because uh, I also don't look like Mexican in in New York Mexican in New York is very right yeah. so I don't look like your typical Mexican in New York yeah. I think I think I look very typical Mexican, but they don't see me as a typical Mexican, right? right? And so I just laugh because it's like this. Um, I was talking to this person. They're like, they were talking about gypsies, and then she stopped herself and she's like, "No offense, Cynthia." And I was just like, <laughs> "But I was just like, why would I be offended?" And it took me the whole conversation. Well, right. Why would I be offended? And then finally, I said, "I was like, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Why would I be offended? Because it bothered me because of the way she and, like, said." Like you couldn't like, figure it out. Yeah. Like, aren't you gypsy? And I said. No, <laughs> she was like, I'm not like I was like, I don't with some super dark hair. Like I could, yeah, yeah. And I had, well, I had like the blondish hair at the time, but like okay. I was just like laughing because I'm like, how would you even get that? They're like, how did you connect like, those dots? Yeah, they're like, well, you like to travel, and nobody really knows what you are, and you're into like the spiritual life, and I'm just like, oh god, like all the stereotypes. Like, like I was gonna say, thanks for all those stereotypes. Now I'm offended for the gypsy people. Like that's what I'm offended by now, you know. Um, at least she didn't call me a thief, which is like probably gonna be I the mean, worst. Gypsy people are beautiful, so hey. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Gracias. Gracias. She could have led with that. She could have right. led with that and she did not. She did <laughs> She led with you like to travel and I don't really know what you are. That's what she led with. And I'm oh, like, oh, that's wow. rough. That's real rough. Um, but like yes. Travieso travel tours, I think would be a thing. I would, it would be hilarious to travel with me because I always get us into the best spots and the best trouble while we're traveling. And Which is perfect there. for the last name. Listen, if I do anything with this last name, it'll be that. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, like that's, that's Piscean energy for me though. It's like that ability to dream a big thing and then know that I can get there because I have that. So when I'm my most balanced is when I'm doing that piece, Right. When I'm my most imbalanced, I'm actually leaning too much in my Virgo energy, which is like no dream, but just like trying to check all the boxes off. Like there's mm -hmm. nothing that moves. It's just like, that's when I'm my most imbalanced, which is also frustrating for people. But, you know, we can't all be perfect. We can't Do all be you perfect. want to talk about our Pisces? Benito. Yes, heartbroken for everyone in the world. So Benito was, here's my thing. Here's my, can we, okay, let's actually talk about this for a second. We're going to set it up. And then I'm going to say my piece of why, of why I think it's frustrating for Latinas specifically. It's not frustrating for the white population because they're benefiting from this, right? But like, I think, um, so Benito, in air quotes, Bad Bunny, Martinez, Ocasio, um, or is it Ocasio Martinez, whatever. Martinez, uh, Ocasio, I think you're yeah. right. Uh, was seen kissing Kendall Jenner, Ugh. a Katrashian. Heaven forbid. We're not, you know what? But we're not going to make this show about her because they get a lot of free airtime and they're not sponsoring this podcast. I know, right? We're not going to, we're not going to talk about her. By the way, she's probably like my favorite, like, because I just, she actually seems like the most normal out of all of them. I don't know why, even though she's like, like very skinny but like they all have yeah I feel like they all have their yeah but yeah she seems like the most and I don't follow I've never watched one show in my entire life but like <laughs> she seems like the most normal like a, 
and the optics of what I see in five minute, five second commercials. She seems like the most one of them. Um, people, so yes, people are upset, right? Jay says that he has a type. We're going to get into that in a second, right? But I think part of what is pissing people off is that they see Bad Bunny as a person, like Latinas, like, let's be honest, what's our representation? We don't get much, right? We don't get, a, we get the JLo's, which to be honest is trash representation. Right. Like, she's not like, she's not the best. She's not the epitome of us, right? She actually isn't. She's like a very, she's actually a very stereotypical whitewashed version, white, whitewashed version of what we are. Not to say she's like that in her heart, in her heart. I'm going to believe that she's a better version of that. Right. But like what she presents to the media is like this beautiful Latina sex, sultry, whatever. Right. And we don't see much out of her other than that. Right. right. And so for us to see Bad Bunny, somebody that's been bending gender norms, right? Somebody Breaking who seems in Colmia's woke, mm-hmm. right? He's, he's, political he's, activist. Political activist, right? Is doing all this stuff for his people. And then he ends up with a white girl. That's what's getting us. Let's be honest, because that's what's getting us, right? It's and like Right. And I don't think it's, you know, because we talk about race and ethnicity and nationality. It's, I don't even think that it's a white girl. I think that it's an American girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, because I, like I said, he has a type. Gabby is not your stereotypical Puerto Rican girl either. Right. It, she's white. Um, She has her, she's light skinned. She has straight hair. It's light. It's like dirty blonde, like natural or like light brown or whatever. She's not, she don't, so she is not a stereotypical Puerto Rican ind, Afro-Indigenous person. She's white. Um, so we know that he likes white girls, but it's, they're not Latina. Like, she's not Latina. I think that's where the scream comes from is the cultural difference. And honestly, the way that these women just trash these men afterwards, like there's a, a I don't want to say a curse, but I'm just saying they call it the Kardashian curse and it happens. And so we see this man who, yes, and he's showing that, but you're at like the height of fame and you do this. Like, I just feel like it's nothing but down from here. So one, there's a part of me. So I, because Benito could probably be my son. (laughs) I'm like, no, he's not. How old is he? I mean, his baby, not his son. I mean, we could be young mothers. Jay, not, we're of the age. Not of the age, girl. Not he's like 25. Like... He's like 25. I'm not saying we'd be old mothers, but I feel like we would be young mothers. Like super young. You're talking 17 at this point. 16. <laughs> if you want to be stereotypical. I'm like, if you, I just did the calculation. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you did, but we could his mom. Okay, we would be growing up with him, but we could be as well. So I'm just gonna talk as his older Titi. Like one, so I this is gonna be like a whole nother thing, right? But it's just like I'm not saying I love is love, and you're gonna fall in love with whoever you're gonna fall in love with, right? And like that will always transcend gender, it will always transcend nationality, ethnicity, culture, all of that stuff. You're gonna love who you're gonna love and good for you, right? What makes me worry about this is to your point that Benito is like one of the Latinos that we want to uphold, right? We There's a level of us that also want to protect him as the elder generation because right. we like- As we in, see, he's ours. 
he's ours yeah like I think about like if I had a son right I think about your sons and my little boyfriend (laughs) her youngest my little little boyfriend he's so funny like let some little trampa come talking and I say trampa with love women if you have a girl if you have a daughter I'm not I'm going to talk about the girls in a second too but like I want to protect them right? right and like we know and here's my thing we also know that like there are some yes not all white women are the same right but there is a level with the cardiac because we know them right to your point they trash men they have a pattern they have a pattern of saving their career this is about yeah. their career and it might be love I don't think it is it might be love but like it's about their career and for us Benito doesn't actually have here's the thing this isn't just career for Benito because like our people are held to different standards all the time they're held to different standards all the time and it's just like so there's a level of me that wants to protect him from like what they're going to end up doing to him right right? because they're going to end up trashing him and I feel like at the end of the day if he was just some regular Puerto Rican guy that they didn't know would you have like he wouldn't have been you know what I mean that I guess too that's where we're all collectively angry because if he was just a random guy on the street, you would not have done. You would not have done that at all. Looking exactly the same way, dressing exactly the same way, you wouldn't have looked twice. Right, right, right. So, I think that's also with fathers. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what it is. Is like there's a a level that's obviously, and it might be mutual utilization. I don't think right. Benito needed them as much as they need him. Right, right, to stay relevant. Right. And, and the same thing, even with like our Latinas, like when we see a Latina that's up there, that's doing good, we also want to protect her from like trash, right? right? Like, or or trash partners, right? Like we want to do that piece. Um, But I also feel like it's that Piscean energy that doesn't think there's consequences. Right. Right. And so for him, he's like, oh, whatever. It's a PR stunt, but there's like in his head, it could be. But or like, he might just be like, this is just some good tale for the moment. I don't know. But like, right. he doesn't think about the concept, which is a very Piscean trait to me. Like there's lack of understanding of consequences sometimes, unless they have something else to ground them in that, right. like there's going to be consequences. Right. And I just hope that's not one for Benito. I do think that them in general, they're just attracted to successful men. They don't care. They, like that's the attraction. It's not like them as a person, mm-hmm. but like, them being successful whether it's a basketball player or a hit producer like you know Kanye or what have you they're attracted to that level of success and maybe it's because they're they saw their father with that level of success as well and so they they feel like they can't get a partner unless that partner has that similar level of success they saw within their dad but and in both of them, right? The Kendall, the Jenners and the Kardashians, they both have very successful fathers um, or parents, right? But- um, And I also think about like what, think about every person that we know of, obviously, right? That they have been associated with. They come into that relationship with a lot of fame and stability and like, um in some in in some instances way more famous than they are right like now they've become a lot more famous right but like they're really the ones benefiting from that relationship transaction if we're talking about transaction and now love right. is love and if they're actually feeling each other that's a different thing right but right. like and when we're looking at the outside looking in right like transaction wise those people come in with more to the relationship than they were bringing to that relationship 
even though now they're multi, they've built their wealth off of these people is really what it comes down to, right? Right. And when they leave these relationships, those people go into the abyss. Yes. They go into the abyss. Think about every single person. Think about every single person they have ever been associated with. Look at who Kim Kardashian's married. Because it wasn't Kanye her third marriage. Something like that, yeah. So I don't remember the first one. I know the second one, he was a basketball player, but he wasn't. He went into the abyss too. Same with all the basketball players Kendall has has dated. I feel like you see them in the news when they're dating someone. Um, and then, you know, unless it's a meme that they're making fun of them, they kind of, they're gone. So like, really, we, we weren't talking about Kendall until this. Right. right. We talked about the whole cucumber situation. And then she did a meme about, they did that meme with the cucumber. You oh, know, she right. Because she didn't know how to cut it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't know. At the same time, like, he doesn't need to any money. You know, if this was a publicity stunt, he didn't need, he doesn't, obviously doesn't need money, right? Right. I mean, if he's trying to get more into, like, American mainstream, it's a benefit, right? She's got a, a platform audience that he doesn't have. But he's getting it on, excuse me, he's getting it on his own. Right. He just has to have faith in himself, right. you know? Um. I was looking up what, what her face is. What's her face? Kendall's astral sign is. Sorry, folks. That's where you were getting like, <laughs> see me disconnect because I was Googling it. So she's a Scorpio. Okay. See, uh, I can see that because she's one of the ones that don't like to be on camera as much. That kind of stick to her. Um, she doesn't speak a lot on camera. Right. And that's what I said. I think in like the optics of it, because I haven't really watched her too much or watched any of them too much is like outside of like the five minute, five second snippets I see. She seems like the more normal one to me. And by normal, I mean, like she's not grabbing for the attention. Right. right. Um, and I think with so if we were to just do sun sign compatible, like there's other things that go into compatibility. Right. Like more so than your sun sign. But like they're both elements of water, which is a good match. Um, so we'll give him that. I thought she was with a basketball player. So now I'm thinking if she was just trying to make him jealous or like if they broke up or what have We don't believe this woman has good intentions for our son, do we? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. These Thias are like, no, we don't believe it. We don't believe it. We don't think she's got good intentions for Benito. And we just hope he doesn't get used up like a dirty rag and left to the side. That's, that's our hope. He he got he got caught dreaming too hard as a pilot. <laughs> dreaming too close to the sun. <laughs> dreaming too close, too close, and now he's gonna end up in a space we don't want That's him to. So be. funny, but he doesn't. Just like when he threw that girl's water or cell phone in the water, he does not care. He really doesn't. But that's like the lack he of consequence. Anybody's saying right now about it, he does not care. But I mean, that goes back to like he doesn't. To me, that actually tends to be Piscean energy, which is they don't care. I have so some of the friends that I do have that are Pisces and family members is I think being a big dreamer is actually one of their good qualities, right? right? But one of the negative qualities in that is that they don't think about consequences. And I have seen some Piscean people do some things that don't make sense to me, 
right? They don't, they don't think about consequences or they, I don't know if they don't, maybe they thought about them. They just don't care about them, which right. is maybe something that we got to learn from them, that there's some consequences we shouldn't care about. Right. But there are some that we should, and they, and because I've seen some girl, I've seen some Pisces do some things at work and I'm like, mm, that's not going to end well for you. <laughs> Mm -mm. And then I have a Pisces that doesn't want to work. <laughs> and uh really. Oh my my son is he's gonna be 16 and he has to get his work permit because he never I also I also feel like that's a little bit of a tourist though. Not that they don't want to work, but they're like trying to figure out how things can work for them. Right? Like how right, he wanna talk to people, he don't want to do yeah. anything. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know what? I don't know if they have his rising sun. I don't think they have his rising sun here. I thought we did. I was going to say. We did a whole plug, episode on him. A small plug. We did do an episode on him. Yeah. And uh, who was it? It was like a Takashi Benito episode. Yes. Um. So definitely check that out because we did do a deeper dive on his um astrological signs back Maybe it's season three, season two. You know what I find really interesting now is that his Pisces, his Mars is in Pisces, which I think gives him that gender fluidity that he has. That actually makes a lot of sense. That it, I don't, I don't know if we picked, maybe we did pick up on that last time and we didn't realize that, that we makes sense back in the day. Um, I was trying to see if any flags were coming up. You know what's funny though? His Jupiter's in Scorpio. In the That's occult, it's in the occult, right? The and, occult. and just thinking of the expansion, yeah, or mm. lack of, right? Right, right. Interesting. I don't know. We were gonna like try to be nice about Benito because he was our favorite Pisces, but he word was. <laughs> it's hard for us to so keep Pisces up there. No, it's hard for us to keep him up there with this with this little stunt he's pulling. So mean. I don't like but, it. I know. I know. But I can't think of any other Pisces that are out there. Can you? No. I know. I'm going to Google, like, Pisces. I don't Google it. Well, we had said Rihanna was a Pisces, too. Oh, well, yes. She just has that hard Aries stellium, which makes her much more Aries. Um, Rihanna, Justin Bieber, Drew Barrymore. Oh, Camila Cabello. Eva Mendes and Longoria. Both Evas. And Lupita. Okay, so I feel like I got more this time around. Which Lupita? Lupita Nyong'o. Mm, I like her. Queen Latifah, Rebel Wilson. We have quite a few, actually, celebrities. Interesting. Interesting. Liz Taylor. I, I would have put her as a Libra or a Leo, actually. That's funny. I wonder if she's got I like... Love to see. Let's... Now we got to look up her birth chart. We got to look up her birth chart. Liz. You know what I was going to tell you? When we think about like um, people... When I was telling you that I could like see people's like faces and stuff like that and like what I think um their sign might be I always thought she was like a Libra not necessarily a Libra like but more like Leo because of her hair I always think of like hair for me is always like a big Leo like even JLo people will talk about like her yes beauty but I always yes. think about her hair first I just always think about her hair 
So she is a Leo Jupiter. See? That makes sense. But um, Scorpio moon, Sagittarius mm -hmm. rising. I could see the Scorpio moon in that one. Yeah, Scorpio moon in the 11th house. I could Maybe see that. Midhaven. I could see that too. I could see that. I could see that. Okay. Um, All right, Liz. All right. Look yeah. at you. I know, because when I think of her, just like you say, when you think of J-Lo, you think of her hair. When yeah. I think of her, I think of diamonds. Oh, because right. of the commercial white diamonds? But she oh. always, but don't you, but she had very Leo energy too, because yeah. of like the fur coat and she would have the big earrings or diamonds in her ear and her hair was always like, even though it was short, it was like big, right? So she had this big hair, big fur, walking, like with sultry yeah. voice. Yes, yes. 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 Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh my gosh. I'm just going to show you this picture that came up in her birth chart. Like, come on, girl. Yeah. That's right? to me. Yes. That's Leo. That's Leo. Yes. Sheesh. She was gorgeous. She was. She was gorgeous. She's also married a billion times. So. I like it for her. I like it for her. She was capable of doing more, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, age got in the age got in the way of that one. <laughs> um, oh my God, folks! Twelve months <laughs> of signs. She's speechless. I'm speechless. I'm. I was gonna start going down a rabbit hole on Liz Taylor, and I said, "Let me not do that." Let me not do that. Let me not do that. You're gonna have to tune in to season five. Season five. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can't wait for what Jay and I cook up. I am excited to come back. Um in the in the rough year that we had last year, recording was always a highlight. Um I know. so this I'm excited cool. to I know I'm excited to keep doing it. And um, you know, we'll figure out our lives. But I like this. But if you have other ideas for how we want to do our thing. season, yeah, you know, hit a girl up, mainly Jay, because she's the best one at keeping track of this stuff. <laughs> we've, we've learned this. We've learned I, this. Any we've learned ideas this. that you might have or topics you want us to discuss next season? Um, I did love this season of like astrology, but you know, let's see what we can come up with for next season. Yes, yes. Don't send them to me because I always forget to save them. And then I'm like, Jay, I have one in my inbox. And yeah, we have a Google Doc that we share. So She's more Virgo than I am. Yeah. <laughs> she got spreadsheets. All right, <laughs> folks. Well, um, happy end of the astrological new year as we're going yeah. into the new astrological new year. Um, do all the magic. We will see you soon. -ish. We got to figure out when. Yeah, yeah. Hope we'll see you. Know. Yeah, you know, don't hate us if it's a couple of months. We'll be back. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye. Can't wait until next week for more Madam Bruja. Check out our bio for more ways to connect. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.